Welcome to the ICBC Roundtable Podcast, brought to you each time you push play. You're going to be listening to three guys you might just want to listen to. First off, author, educator, and ICBC senior pastor, Cody Hale. Next is ICBC worship and discipleship pastor, hailing from Chulapinny, Alabama, Andrew Nunnerly. And finally, our host and everyone's best friend, ICBC student and outreach pastor, John the Beard Blatton. Thank you so much for joining us yet again. This is episode two. I am the host, uh, The Beard, of course, John Blanton. Over to my left, I have our wonderful lead pastor, Cody Hill. He's not an author. Who? I'm what? not an author. We I need feel to, like that needs to be clear. I think that's episode three. I think that's episode okay, three. We'll right. get there. And then, of course, immediately to his left is our wonderful worship and discipleship pastor, Andrew Nanelli. So thank you yet again for joining us for episode two. Let's let's get it started. What what week is this, I guess, as far as our, our quarantine, COVID-19? What, have we, have I don't even lost? know what day it is. Man. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I've lost count. Yeah, Andrew has at least At least 10. Okay, so so I had to reset. I mean, it feels like a year since like we've had service. Batteries, yeah, I feel like a robot. <laughs> I really bad. It's like Buzz Lightyear get re- reprogrammed. You're one, of, you're one of the robots from the '80s. Yeah. <laughs> what was that movie? The R two D two. No, no. What was the one with the? Uh, I don't remember. I was thinking Buzz Lightyear on Toy Story oh. three, where he got reset and he was like. So the question is, if you were a robot, and we all knew it, but you didn't, would you want us to tell you? <laughs> I think I'd just like to live in ignorance. I'd love for somebody to tell me. I'd, I don't want to deal with it and then move on. I'd stress out about the whole battery situation. Yeah. yeah. I, I wish I could think of the name of that movie. At any moment, he could kill you or they could kill you or, I mean, like, just yeah. go crazy. I mean, if you can hack a car, you can probably hack a robot. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. You I, live in a complicated I am <laughs> telling you, that's a legit thing. It's you been, live in a complicated Oh, world. my goodness. That is on, that's, I've, I haven't physically seen it, but I watched it on. TV. They say that artificial intelligence is getting to the place where they're going to be able to hack us. There you go. That can be scary. Yeah. Yeah. If they only had feelings, then maybe none of this would happen. I mean, the smartest people in the world are really frightened by yeah. feelings. technology. Oh. Well, that too. <laughs> that too. All right. So let's. Uh, we yes, we've had some fun. So a lot of. I'm uh, not having fun. Yeah. You're not having fun. Just, okay. Man, Cody, I'm so sorry. Um, He's rattled. Yeah. Uh, sorry. So a lot has happened in the past 24 hours. Uh, uh, you know, Andrew falling off a porch. Thank uh, you for bringing that night. up. We're sorry. not going to talk about the that. earth that's went all the way around the sun. Yes. Uh, I just hired or not hired. I just hauled a. Is that like a man? It's going fast. <laughs> Hey, Dom. Is that a flat earth kind of comment? <laughs> the earth spun around one time. <laughs> yeah, the earth's another one of the sun. Hot, cold, hot, cold. <laughs> Man, why do people listen to this? Okay. They so, don't. They don't. <laughs> we just do it. Anyway, so a lot's happened yet yeah. again. 24 hours. You fell off a porch. I did. I hauled a uh, senior high student in the back of a trailer with a piano uh, on uh, Highway 9. It was great. It was fun. There was no way to strap it down, so we had to use... But uh, he was strapped down, right? Yes. yes. Sure, yes. yes. 
Safety first. It's Tracy Rouse. Uh, it's Ben. I mean, Tracy Ben's, Rouse isn't a teenager. I'm just saying. Like, Tracy what? Rouse's son. Ben. Ben Rouse. He's probably just like me. Who's done a lot. I mean, she lot looks worse. like a teenager, but she's not a teenager. <sighs> I'm gonna get myself in trouble. Hopefully, she's not listening to this right now. All right. So. Yeah. Anyway, so we thought it'd be fun to kind of do a "Would You Rather" kind of segment before we go into mm. more of a. And we have not heard this. Yeah, so. informational thing. It's nothing bad, nothing nothing crazy to think about, but I'm just going to start off with the first question. Cody, this is for you. Would you rather run at 100 miles per hour or fly at 10 miles per hour? Fly. Fly? fly flying is the preeminent superpower. <laughs> 10, mi- 10 miles per hour. <laughs> 10 miles per hour? Well, I mean, like, that's like leather. As long as you don't assume that And flying, you're not doing a lot of work. I mean, yeah. you're just floating. Well, you're so, not assuming that flying somewhere you know, traffic, take you somewhere. No traffic. Do you get to go as high as you want to go? Yes. Oh, yeah. Flying all day. Mm. Yeah. Flying all day. Take 10 miles per hour up, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but in an hour, you could get 10 miles high. That's true. Can you carry I mean, stuff you can't breathe you? that high. Like backpack and snacks. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's the fastest the earth is spinning right now. <laughs> <laughs> you really go over to the ground. So, Andrew, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go with run 100 miles an hour. Because then I would just just run everywhere. Just keep running. See, there was like, I was running. <laughs> Run. Forrest Gump. I don't know. I, w- I think I would stick with flying. I always love flying. I, mean, I would love to fly. Don't you Aren't you with me? Flying is the preeminent. I think superpower. I think flying would be better. The 10 I, miles per I, hour kind of messes me up. And birds seem to be able to fly forever without getting tired. You can't run very far without getting tired. Now, this is not like, it's not like flapping your wings flying. This is yeah. like Superman, like, exactly. Yeah. How do you know I'm going to get tired running at 100 miles an hour? I mean, how do you, do you have to train for that? So basically, I'm running insta- five miles an hour. That's I mean, how I know. You would be a. Slow Superman versus a slow Flash. I'll tell you what, though. Comic slow, world. slow Flash. I like Slow Flash. You can you like own every flash. record at the Olympics. That's true. Every, I mean. every single record. <laughs> see, like, no I, way we see, I, would, I, would, I would not have a vehicle. I would just run, run to work. I mean, that's plenty of speed. So I'd save money there. You'd be skinny as a rail. Yeah. <laughs> Killing it. Here you go. All right. So this is one that I had a, a hard time with because yeah, I go back and forth. So would you rather speak your mind? Or never speak again. Like if you like spoke what you thought, like without any oh. anything, mm. any I, reserve. I know some people that do that anyway. Uh, okay, but those people that do that, do they have a lot of friends? Do people like them? Not generally. Okay. So basically is... Actually, the scriptures have some pretty tough <laughs> words for them too. You have, you have <laughs> friends versus everybody hates your guts, basically. Mm. So See, you can't speak okay, to so them. Here, here's what's tricky for both Andrew and I. Both of us essentially make our living with our voices. That's true. So that would be difficult. You almost have to speak your mind. Have to. In our situation. But but on the other hand, if everybody hated us, we wouldn't be able to do it either. That's true. Yeah. I guess that would really be dependent upon the Holy Spirit to <laughs> purify the mind. This is not the spiritual section of the... Of so the you section. might still have a job, though, if you didn't speak. <clears throat> No, I wouldn't. No, 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 not not saying like you could go work somewhere else. If you well, yeah, speak. if I wanted to live outside the will of God and be miserable. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> what about you, Andrew? You, same uh, thing? You would just be a jerk? Neither. <laughs> you can't pick neither. <laughs> check yes or no. Oh, maybe. I'll circle the Maybe more. check. Oh, oh, my gosh. I would probably speak my mind. Speak your mind? Even though that's not normal for me. I mean, I want to make, I don't know. What Maybe you say that's not normally from your mind. What? Ah, that's tough. Maybe I would want to do that because I'm. I think I'm in Andrew's boat too. I, I don't. I don't speak my mind enough. 
That's what I'm saying. That's what I meant. So maybe I could give that a try. That's what I meant. Yeah, maybe I can give that a try. I've heard some things come out of this mind. (laughs) (laughs) I know they're original. All right, so the next one. Um, (laughs) This is, oh my goodness. Would you rather have your hands that kept growing as you got older or feet that kept growing as you got older? Feet. Without a doubt, feet. No, I have feet, definitely. Definitely feet. So, I just watched the Seinfeld episode where, the, where she has man hands. Oh, yes. She had man hands. Well, seeing that hand, having enormous hands would be difficult to play guitar. <laughs> My goodness. If they're watching this, it's even better. But, I mean, if you had really big feet, I mean, you could ski. Of course, some people would ski. <laughs> you could be a clown. You could be a clown. <laughs> Is it like a normal growth pattern, or is no, this no, like it's a, like it just they like never a stop growing. Of an inch a year no, they, they just never stop know. growing. So they just never stop. They just growing. never wow. stop growing. So we're but they can grow at a very slow rate. So yeah, it's a slow rate. You know, like the, isn't it like the nose and the ears? They never stop growing. Maybe mm-hmm. by the t- yeah. isn't that true. The eyes don't grow though, right? I think your eyes are the same your whole life. Actually, yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, if your eyes I mean, kept growing, that would be. There's some procedures that some people get to make. <laughs> hey, my mom, why are you I, always got such big eyes? I think I have to go with feet too, but then, big you, then, then you lie in the sense like, can you drive? Can you get your feet in the car? How does that work? That's why I can fly. <laughs> you can't, no, it's never mind. Whatever. Running with really big feet. <laughs> I should have <laughs> asked some questions. <laughs> All right, Cody. I, I think you actually dealt with this a while back. Maybe, maybe this was something you smelled something you I couldn't get rid of, right? In your office or something. I don't know. Anyways. Oh, my, that was at home. Okay. Yeah. Would you rather... It's something died in my wall. Would you rather smell like cat pee for the rest of your life or smell cat pee every day for the rest of your life? <laughs> like, smell it all day, every day? If you... Can you, you smell yourself if you smell like cat pee? Yes. Would you rather... No, 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 no. Yes. No, because no, you get used to it. You get used to it. So would you rather smell like cat pee or would you rather just smell cat pee... Like in the so sense. would I rather it be on me or on y'all? Pretty much, basically. Yes. Like if I said, I don't I would, smell like I would rather smell like cat pee. Uh, there is no odor more offensive. I have crawled under several houses urine. and like mm. cat pee and death of cats. I mean, I, this lady had like mm. I'd rather be rubbed in a skunk. Oh man, it's rough. What about you, Andrew? I'd rather, I'd rather not be on me. Whatever option the other, the other yeah. option, yeah. I'd rather not be me smelling like cat pee. So I wonder, all is it all day or is this every day? Like you wake up in the morning smelling like cat pee. You wrote the questions. I got my hands out the door. I'm just kidding. Sorry, song reference. My bad. I'm not sure on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I would say it would be all day. So you would smell like if I walked around you all day and smell like cat pee. That'd be awful. <laughs> I don't. I hate that. That's, I hate that odor. It's a, and speak it's your a, mind and run with really big feet. <laughs> Why you ski? Oh my goodness! Funny thing, you smell like cat pee. Run 100 miles an hour with size 75 feet. <laughs> Causes a small earthquake when you run by. All right, here we go, Andrew. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this over to you. Would you rather have wet socks on your feet for mm. a year? Mm. He doesn't like that. Or mm. dry socks? On your hands for a year. Dry socks on my hands all day long. I can't stand my feet to be wet, cold, um, or toenails bent over backwards, as in the case of last night. But. I, I think I could do wet socks for a year over my hands. 
I, this is the easiest question that you asked. Okay. This is the easiest, and I, I do not want wet socks. You Give me the socks. Oh, I can figure out the dry. Give me socks. some of those alpaca socks on my hands for you. Yeah, actually, I can figure those it alpaca out. Alpaca socks. Alpaca is our unofficial sponsor. Sponsored yeah. by. Seriously, Russ Checky. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, okay, so yet again, we're going back to uh, quarantine this time with our families. This time, uh, you know, some people are working from home. All this other stuff. You know, I actually. Uh, sent out a letter to our the parents of all our students and just kind of encouraging them. Um, Andrew, you looks like what well, I thought you had your phone up, but do you? Let's 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 Sorry, start with texting. you. So, what all are you doing differently <clears throat> as a family than you were doing, say before all this? He's not unplugging from his cell phone. We know that. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> That's a good question. So. The, the hard part is it really hasn't affected us as much as probably has affected a lot of people. I mean, Tasha's on furlough, so that's been the biggest difference is Tasha being home every day. Um, you know, even before, I think that really the first this year, we've tried to start doing more family devotion type stuff. And so it, it kind of, I think it's going to lead into us doing that more. Uh, but there it really hasn't been a, I know it sounds bad, but there really hasn't been a ton of change uh, in what we do. Um, other than just, you know, trying to keep a regular schedule for our kids, like what they would normally do in a daycare, you know, is, is what we're trying to implement at home um, on a regular basis. And just trying to get them, especially with reading the, the Bible stuff that we're doing now, the story stories in the Bible, which I need to probably send an email telling you to sign me up for that. Sorry. Yeah. I haven't done that yet. Uh, Attaboy. It's all good. Um, Attaboy. I would like to sign up right now, you please. Gotta, you got to physically go on the, the website. That's www.ironcity.physically right or is it digital? I, do, I can't get on the physical website. You physically go on the website? Like, yeah. Climb in there? Physically? Um, but yeah, so we haven't had a, a ton of difference. Um, I mean, other than having more meals at home and being more faithful to sitting out at the table, uh, that's something that's big for us anyway, having meals at the table. It's a big deal. Yeah. I think for us, like you know, Bill, it sounds like you get maybe the same for you guys. It feels like the rhythms are more consistent. Yeah, like, like you know, maybe that's what I mean. I think the rhythms are, are have just been more consistent, you know, and a lot of the things that we want to do that maybe in an ordinary week we might do, you know, aren't disciplined enough maybe once or twice. Right, are, we're seeing much more consistently uh, as a family and. The conversation that Megan and I had was, you know, I remember, you know, in in, not, in the blizzard of 93, I think I was seven or eight or something like that. But I still talk about that two and a half, you know, where I lived out in the boondocks. We didn't have electricity for two and a half weeks during, uh, yeah. but and I remember all of it. Like, I remember the, every detail. And so we kind of thought, you know, this is going to be one of those times for our kids' lives and our kids' lives. And we want to make memories. We want when they say, hey, you remember back when? Yeah. We want them to have those kinds of stories. And so we've kind of, you know, and Megan has, has really, really done exceptional at that. She's much better at it than, than I am. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's been a lot of our thought process, kind of seizing the moment and trying not to worry about all the variables that we can't control. And instead, how, how do we take this time and make it so that our family gets into healthier patterns and so that our kids have memories that last forever yeah we yet again you you hit on the the blizzard i remember you know several times growing up when 
when the power was off or you know for for days the i had more fun during that time than i did with all the the busyness or the sports or whatever i remember when we still had those lanterns uh growing up and there's i think they're they're not there now but uh, lanterns hanging up on our our walls and that was that was Mm. the coolest time ever like we got to light up lanterns and read stories or play games or play card games whatever so I think yet again, you know, it goes back to our, our main thing of like, what are we doing? What is God teaching each and one, each one of us? It, it may be different things, but uh, I think majority of it is forcing us to slow down and it's forcing us to return to Him instead of the busyness of uh, what's going on in our lives. I mean, we're so quick and easy to uh, say we don't have time to do a family devotion. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> and as a as a pastor. Um, you know, you get home from studying or, uh, t- you know, talking, ministering to people. And so when you come home, I, I mean, like, it's I mean, it's tiring, right? Yeah. And it's it's almost like you have to force yourself to talk. Well, you got time. Like, I've ridden home in my truck several days after and just no radio. Or just, yeah. yeah. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. And so. I weirdo for it, I'm sure. But I think it's, it's times like these that, that we really can as a as a family point our families to god yeah. point our families in, in the way that we you know i, I, I challenge our families to uh, take this time and and to have devotions and to show your family who you truly worship and so uh, my wife actually shared this article with me and i shared it with um uh, our parents uh, of students and so it just said five things uh to kind of do during this time you know let them see you trusting god in the midst of fear um, was one of them. Bring back devotional time. Like, I knew this sounds silly, but like, family devotion, I keep on going back to that. If I'm being 100% honest with you, it's hard sometimes. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Um, yeah, it's hard to for me to to say that I do it every night, I would be lying. To say that I, um, I I strive to do that every night. So, do you think that's one of the benefits of having? I mean, we 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 don't want it to be normal that we don't gather as a church. But do you think that's one of the benefits for families with the online services and the way yeah. things are happening right mm-hmm. now? No doubt. I mean, I, I'm, I'm <clears throat> I mean, I feel like people are closer to God now than than they were before all this started. And I think families are closer to God. I mean, we're getting, we're getting to hear stories from the, the, the members of our, our, our church that are doing devotions or doing different things with uh, devotionals, uh, things that we're giving them, things that we're sending to them, uh, you know, all this stuff. And so, uh, and, and even in the coming weeks, we're right now, for those that are listening to this, we are constantly working on devotionals, family devotions that you guys can have and, and uh, take home and, uh, you know, whether it be digital download or whatever, we're, we're working on all that right now. But um, know that that is coming. We're, and even we do small devotions right now. But um, we want to continue that. Like this, if, if we come out of this on the other side and all we gained was a media presence, then we have failed and missed the mark no with our church yeah. and with our members. Yeah. And, and so, like, right now, we are working our, our tails off 
to continue this. And we this is not something that we want to stop once we meet back together. I think this is Can only we say making tails us, or should we say fannies? So well, like, I was going to say fannies. Yeah, I thought fannies. I was going to say fannies. Tails, working our fannies off? Fannies. 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 Okay. Fannies. So let me, like, can I interject? Yeah, yeah. Is, because I think there – in our church, I think one of the fastest growing segments are singles. We, mm-hmm. you know, we, it's it's been a rather new revelation, but like over the last several months, I think that's been a pretty fast growing segment of our yeah. church. So, like, I, I, if you're a single person yeah. in, in a season like this, and you don't have young kids running and, and doing, and what opportunities are there? For them, because I think I think the this uh, the quarantine presents opportunities mm-hmm. for all Christians. I mean, Andrew, yeah. what do you think? Absolutely, I was. Just, I mean, I was just talking with someone earlier today that was in a similar situation like that, and I was reading back an email from Diane Smith, one of our local mission partners here that we partner with, and many of you probably partner with, and you've seen her face around Oxford and West Anniston, um, <coughs> and, and I, I may blow this whole email up. Out, out of proportion. I can't remember exactly what she said, but um, was talking about how that she's they've gotten a grant and they've uh, they'll be able to house some pe- some of the homeless, so they're sheltering in place, and how they need some help on Saturdays to pro- to provide hot meals, and uh, that's financially. That's I think bodies. I'm not sure just to come in. So I mean, there's there's opportunities right there that um, that immediately can can be plugged into, um, and that's uh, that's something to work. But I see that. I see the the singleness. Uh, people coming in and say, "Hey, I'll be. I would love to come in and you know help somebody watch their kids, help someone you know that maybe needs just doesn't want to run to the grocery store. Give me a grocery list. I'll go run and take care of it for them. Um, so there's there's people that are willing both, to do both that. Both of us were talking even prior to this getting started. We've had different single folks in our church that have said, "Look, I'm not having to cook for a big family right now. So mm-hmm. if there's somebody that needs something, a meal, right? You tell me. I'll cook it for them, or yeah. you know whatever." And, you know, I think, too, what an opportunity that you have there to just be still and know that he is God, mm-hmm. you know, an, an opportunity to be able to say, okay, Lord, my satisfaction is truly in you. And I want you to show me day in and day out what it looks like to find my full rest and confidence and identity in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's really, really cool. I just... I think this is the first time, not the first time, but it's it's very rare that you physically, or not physically, you literally get to see what God is doing, like, in people. Mm-hmm. Like you, right. you always, you always see after the fact. You're, you know, God brought me through this, and we're like, we're literally seeing God's hand and 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 God, you know, using people to do to to be the hands and feet. We're 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 physically seeing that instead of instead of a time to where it's easy to be scared and it's easy to kind of. Like really quarantine in your in in the house and not do anything. We have people that are willing, uh, mm-hmm. such as what you're talking about, to to do all that. And that's that's what's really cool about this whole yeah. this whole thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, any other thoughts that you guys have before we before we kind of close? Well, to talk, what you just said sprung into my thoughts. Something we haven't talked about on here. I don't think is the angel ministry. Oh, oh yes! Right. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yes. Some of those ladies, because it's not just singles. I think they get. I think sometimes in the church. Especially in a church like our church, which is we're a very young congregation, we have a lot of young kids. A lot of it's easy for us to idolize the nuclear family. That's right, and yeah. and people that are on either side of that. So you have single parents, you have people that are single and never been married, single and divorced. You have people that are are empty nesters. You have people that are widowed or widowers, and 
we, we for, and so they, they end up feeling like they're always on the margin, and yet they are a vital, vital, vital part of yeah. the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And we can't say, you know, it's like that First Corinthians 12 thing where Paul says, we can't look at that part of the body and say, we don't need you. In fact, if this has shown us anything, it has shown us how vital they are. And so I look yeah. at the angel ministry, and they're working five days a week, basically, around the clock, producing masks that are being sent. I sent some to Kuwait last week, yeah. um, and they've got orders from Alaska, New yeah. York, and and Joyce, who is uh, is in her eighties now, and you know, worried about them and wanting them to be well. And her her attitude is really historically Christian Christianity's attitude yeah. that this is worth the risk. And if I die doing this, then that's worth it. And we have counted the cost, and mm-hmm. we have said this is this is where we are. And and there are there there is a handful of ladies meeting over there across the street from where we are right now every day, laying yeah. it on the line, knowing what the potential cost is. Um, and 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 what an opportunity! What an opportunity to demonstrate faith! What an opportunity this has provided them to store up a reward in heaven okay. that will never be diminished. That's right. That's so cool. I'm not telling you, like it goes back to physically, we're literally seeing God use people. Doggone, I'm getting excited just talking about it. Yeah. I, I can feel my blood pressure going <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, you know, those people inspire me. So, and yeah. so, Andrew, yet again, before we close, you and I were talking about this. Uh, just, just um, I mean, we have in our in our heads. I think for some reason, when we get older, I'll I'll move aside and let someone else do mm-hmm. it. Right. That's right. And where you and I know, all of us really, that's not the case. I mean, we there was a lady that I talked to that you know played the piano. We used to play the piano for our church, and she said, you know, I just I felt like it was time for me to to step aside and let someone younger yep. take my place and i said that's uh, no that's that's the furthest from the truth is ever like we need you now more than ever like we mm-hmm. we need piano players we need people to step up and now granted she is doing a phenomenal job over in the angel ministry she's uh sewing and all this stuff but like don't think that just don't think that an age limits you to do what god has called you to do yeah. and I, I mean like yeah because I, I spoke with a man this morning in our church and it was this was so encouraging he was basically talking about just call him and talk to me. Hey, I'm trying to figure out the whole Zoom thing, trying to go through all this, and I'm trying to, you know, just, you know, I'm trying. And I was like, man, that's awesome. And then we got to talking, just kind of small talk, and he said, you know, that, you know, my dad died at 92, my mom died at 40, my, you know, my, going through his relatives, he said, if I, if I lived to 92, I've, I've only got 12 more years. He said, I got to get after it. I've got to do something. Yeah. And I was like, man, here's a man who's, who's lived a great life and who has given, put it on the line for years. And he, but he thinks that the other perspective is like, I got to do more. I got to get. I got to get going. I don't, I don't have a whole lot. He said, twelve years will go by in an instant, yeah. and it will." Yeah, I th- think about it like this: Our, basically, every presidential candidate we've had in the last two or three election cycles have been in their seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, and as as the children of God, even more so uh, for for the glory of God. And I, and I think again, I, I I think a lot of those feelings come from us idolizing young nuclear families um, mm-hmm. in an unhealthy yeah. way. And again, I think all that's beautiful, and, and and all of them would be the first first to say that. But I think there's a there can be a sense of of all right, y'all have done y'all, y'all go do that. We got to focus on everybody else for a little while. And, uh, and and man, I don't know about you guys. I need older Christians in my life. I Absolutely. need to see them pressing on. I need to see how the Lord has sustained them 
um, over the decades. I, I, and, and we are so fortunate in our church family to be able to look and, and to see so many inspirational pictures of, of faithfulness yeah. over that long period of time like that. They're so encouraging right now, too. Like Everyone I've talked to, yes. especially today, I've been on the phone a lot this morning, Everybody I've talked to is like, thank you so much for what you're doing with, you know, keeping us, you know, digitally connected and what you guys are doing the YouTube and uh, if you if you haven't watched this a couple of weeks we're on YouTube now so that's a big deal yeah um, and so just you know they get it you know they're, they're I think that's a great point can we all just acknowledge because all of us are in this life stage like if you're waiting on the younger folks to give you a, an encouragement. You might be waiting a minute. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That that yeah. that your encouragement really comes from those saints that have been through it and have some battle scars and those, you know, and 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 just they know what what. Yeah. They recognize effort. They do, and they recognize when somebody might be on the verge of discouragement or how it would be easy, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. Well, I I believe that's it. Uh, that's it for episode two of the ICBC Roundtable podcast. Yes. Uh, Until next time, we encourage you uh, to continue living scent. And for those that are are not, I encourage you to start living scent. Uh, Thank you all. We'll talk to you soon. Fly high, Bigfoot.